Hey guys, welcome to episode three. Of Father Daughter Living the Life with Matt and Una Higgins. This is going to be a really great episode because yeah. in this episode, Una's talking about... Coming out of my comfort zone. And I'm going to be talking about a few new comedy bits that I thought about this week involving standardized tests and cookies. Living the life, living the life, father and a daughter, living the life with Matt and Una. So, all right, so Una, I was really, I'm, you know, of course incredibly proud of you thank you and uh one of the things that i thought was really interesting was that about this about the school year which is coming to an end um is that in the beginning of the year you were telling me about i guess it was in your acting class or something about coming like one of your goals for the year was come out of your comfort zone Mm -hmm. and i was just wondering do you feel like you did that yeah i feel like definitely well the first day of acting class um This year, our teacher asked us, um, like, what's your goal Mm -hmm. for this year? Went around the room. And I was thinking about it. And I couldn't really think of anything. But then I was like, oh, I want to get out of my comfort zone. So I was like, I want to get out of my comfort zone. He was like, what does that mean? I was like, I don't really know yet, but I'll figure it out. And I feel like now I have figured out what that meant um, because... I feel like, like artistically and like just like in general, I've kind of come out of my comfort zone. This year, I've kind of discovered more um, about myself, like as an actor and as a person, I guess. Um, and I've allowed myself to take more risks, good mm-hmm. risks. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's something that I realized. Yeah, I wanted to come out of my comforter zone. <laughs> And like I, I wanted to come out of, I wanted to get out of bed. Yeah. Was like my, that's my comforter zone. But I was thinking like this week, like I kind of came out of my comfort zone a little mm-hmm. bit with you because I know that you really wanted to see Deadpool too. Yeah. And so like for me, like I was like, oh, that's like a rated R movie or whatever. And so, but anyway, like how was, how, how was Deadpool 2? Deadpool 2 was great. Yeah. I actually, it was really funny. I liked it. Um, I actually liked it better than the first one. Which you saw the day... The, which I saw the day of. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you had your but it was, to do. Yeah. But uh, no, Deadpool 2 was really great. Um, you guys should go see it if you have the chance. Uh, yeah, there's a lot... There's many new characters. I'm not going to spoil anything. But there's a lot of new characters. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny. Yeah. So, all right. So do you identify with Deadpool can't really say that I identify with Deadpool that much. Because I, I mean, I didn't uh, see either of them. So I'm just wondering. Because I was too scared to watch it with you. <laughs> well, um, do I identify with Deadpool? No, I don't think so. I mean... M- so you sang Peter Pan in your MT concert. Yeah. <laughs> is that, does Peter Pan have anything like, is there, are there any Peter Pan like sort of attributes in Deadpool? Peter Pan? I guess so. Yeah. Like he doesn't want to grow up? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Do you feel like that song, like you came out of your comfort zone singing that song? In my concert? Your empty concert, did. yeah. Yeah. What song was it? I definitely think so. I did... Oh, um, no. Low battery alert. Holy mackerel. Well, I just did... Uh, I just did um, my musical theater concert at my school. 
uh, last week, yeah. and I sang a song from... We were doing, like, a Jerome Robbins review, so we did songs from Gypsy, uh, The King and I, Peter Pan... West Side Story. West Side Story. Uh, on the, the Town. On the Town. <laughs> you know, all those... Uh, classic. Yeah, ones. it's funny because we went to see Carousel. Fiddler on the Roof. Yeah. yeah, we went to see Carousel the other night, uh, which was fun, right? Mm-hmm. Friday night, and while we were there, because it's Memorial Day weekend, there were a lot of sailors, yeah, uh, hanging out, yeah, yeah, and it made me think of on the town. I was gonna think like some yeah. some woman's gonna drive up in a taxi, taxi. cab and be like, "Hey, <laughs> that would have been really funny, right?" Um, so yeah, but definitely, I think. Uh, so I sang I Got a Crow from Peter Pan. And if you're not familiar with that song, there's quite a bit of... Crowing. Crowing, yeah. So I, I literally had to go about six times, I think. I think. But um, that was definitely, I would say, out of my comfort zone because, you know, not only was it like vocally like challenging to do all of that, but I was rolling around. I mean, it's Peter Pan, so you have to go full out. I was like rolling around running jumping spinning around i was just like physically also out of my comfort zone because i don't know i'm kind of used to singing songs like when i sing solo songs i'm used to just like standing and singing it Mm -hmm. and like looking at a point you know what i mean but this was kind of just all over the place and i could connect with the audience so it was a little bit different nice yeah and then you sang much more yeah, much more from the Fantastics for a uh, vocal vocal recital that I just did. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people in the class, in both an MT concert and also in your vocal recital, I feel like a, like everyone was kind of challenged to come out of their comfort zone yeah. because they were singing the Golden Age musical stuff. And I just feel like that yeah. in itself Golden is... Golden Age is like harder to sing than like contemporary musical theater because, yeah. I don't know, you have to find different parts of your voice i guess yeah and i don't know anything about and like the words you have to like dig a little bit deeper with that too yeah. i guess and i don't know anything about like this stuff <laughs> the only reason i know like even the term golden age musical stuff is because of it's because of you so like any sort of opinion that i have or take on yeah. it kind of isn't really that educated or whatever uh so yeah so you definitely came out um, of your you think i think you came out of your comfort zone yeah i think so yeah um yeah. All right. You good? Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey, when I said um oh, low low battery, I was referring to our phone because our phone my, because we're on Instagram Live on Instagram as well. Live. So all right. Okay, Una. So here's uh here's a couple of comedy bits that I was thinking of this week that just kind Can't of occurred wait. to me. Okay. So I know that you and a lot of your friends, you have like these big standardized tests coming up, the Ugh. regents, right? And uh, and you have the PSAT and everything. Yeah. Here's the thing. I always felt those tests were boring and um, I didn't really do it. I didn't really do all that well in them. <laughs> uh, so, but, um, but here's what I was thinking, that maybe those standardized tests, like they would be more interesting mm-hmm. if they read like a screenplay. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. if each, if each, question or whatever like sort of just was one continuous story that went through and it was really gripping so that 
so that you would like want to yeah. go ahead and answer the questions mm-hmm. and then get to the test and it would be like it would be like really you could get like jk rowling to write them or whatever just like make them really interesting or whoever uh what's his name the guy that you really like john green, john green. or whatever and i thought like the questions could <laughs> that would be, be great it would be great oh right my gosh yeah so um so like i was thinking like you know how the questions are the questions could be something like this so okay so all right, so Matt Matt was sitting in the park and he observed he observed uh, he observed 30 on Monday he observed uh, three three ducks mm-hmm. on the lake and then on Tuesday he observed 30 ducks on the lake. At this rate, how many ducks will Matt observe on thursday (laughs) or something like that right so yeah you get it okay and um and then like so you answer that but then it could be like the next question could be like uh matt became concerned because on sunday there were three million ducks on the lake right because if it keeps on right yeah and then it could be something like um so matt Matt was troubled and he didn't know mm-hmm. what to do or something. But then the, qu- the questions could then sort of revolve around, well, what? why is Matt in the park all yeah. week just observing ducks? Yeah. Like what's going on in his life? Yeah. And then so we could follow <laughs> Matt's life of what's happening with him. Maybe he's sad, right. he's dejected. But then what happens is Matt becomes like throughout the test, Matt becomes really, it becomes his mission. He's got to alert everyone that the ducks are multiplying. (laughs) So it's going to be like 30 million by next Monday. There's going to be 30 million ducks. And Matt takes it upon himself to like try to rescue the world Mm -hmm. from the ducks that are going to be overrun (laughs) by ducks. But at the same time, maybe like the police have been like observing him or something like that. Yeah. And then it would be like if there was one cop observing Matt on (laughs) Friday, then it becomes on the thing. And then it becomes the ducks Mm -hmm. actually then save Matt from the cops. And then there could be like a whole sort of thing about that. And then also like maybe Matt becomes really worried because like if each duck consumes like forages for x amount of gravel (laughs) or whatever they eat you know how much are they going like how long Mm -hmm. can they exist in that park if the park is x amount of meters and then you could even give like history of the park relating back to like you know what i mean like uh the the sale or whatever or or the stealing really of manhattan island Mm -hmm. Or whatever. So, do you like that idea? Yeah, I think, I think that's. I would definitely appreciate taking one of those tests. I feel like I'm onto something, and I'm gonna actually gonna need you to look up something on your okay. on your phone here. Okay. So the next thing that I was thinking of is that. Um, okay, so I had to have like because you know I'm getting to the age where you have to have like these doctor's appointments where you know what I mean. So yeah. I had to. I had this doctor's appointment where I had it was a colonoscopy and so like I had to drink all this stuff to sort of empty my whole body out before I went for this test and then they put you to sleep for the test but then when I wake up so like you, your body's completely empty of any kind of food or anything like that you had they do the test and they wake you up and they say oh congratulations the test is over would you like uh would you like 
a cookie. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure, I'll have a cookie. And they offered me a Lorna Dune cookie. And so when I took the Lorna Dune cookie, I thought to myself, like, isn't this weird that, like, I'm, I have zero anything in my stomach zero Mm -hmm. and the first thing i'm putting in is a lorna dune (laughs) and then like that the lorna dune is going to be the only thing that's in there for maybe like an hour or so before i can get to someplace else and so it got to me to thinking like who was lorna dune and i actually looked it up on on the wikipedia and um lorna dune it was they the the cookies were invented in 1912 or something like oh, that. Oh, wow. And there was actually... It was a book, too. Yeah, it was a book. And I think that the cookie was named after this this character. Why in, Why were there cookies named after? Like, why not like... A, I don't know. I, I want to know what the book is about. Wow. But see, this comes back to the standardized test thing. Do you know what I mean? It could be <laughs> yeah. Like, this could have been know, one of the passages. Like, yeah. there could have been like an excerpt from the book. Exactly. Like, so it could go back to that and like, it could, see, Matt became curious. <laughs> Matt was sitting in the park watching ducks yeah. and he, whatever. And then it could lead back to history, literature, all that. You see yeah. what I'm doing here? Definitely. I'm bringing it all together. Yeah. And, um, okay, here's the other thing about, all right, so I... Okay, so I um, was I, I had an appointment, right? It, uh, an audition, and um, you were the, actually at the audition with me. I was. Uh, yeah, and you remember this? And it was you. You were younger, but it just occurred to mm-hmm. me. Uh, I was thinking about it recently, and after the audition, which was like at six o'clock at night, we were going to go to like a movie or something like mm-hmm. that, or to like a play, and there was a big thunderstorm as soon as we stepped outside mm-hmm. of the audition and oh I was like, yeah okay and yeah, i was yeah, like yeah, yeah. oh I my gosh this. we're gonna get soaked and we're not prepared for this mm-hmm. it was a complete surprise it was just like the, the sky got really dark and then i remembered that there were umbrellas there were umbrellas in the thing up in the lobby yeah. of the casting directing office and i was like i'm gonna run up and get one of those umbrellas so i ran back up and i felt bad about it but there were a bunch of umbrellas Mm -hmm. there and there were some nice ones and there was a really messed up one so i decided to grab the really messed up one which in hindsight i should probably have grabbed the really nice one because if somebody has a really nice umbrella they can probably afford a really nice umbrella and the person with the junky umbrella probably can't even afford it Mm -hmm. but anyway here's the thing so i felt really bad about it but i took it because anyway so then I started to sort of justify this with myself, like as time went on. Mm-hmm. I started to think, well, no one really owns umbrellas. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, umbrellas just sort of like, they just sort of like meander the earth and you find yeah. them. And like no one truly owns an umbrella. So you it's should true. never become too attached to mm-hmm. anything, but especially umbrellas. Yeah. Right? And so I was feeling, but at the same time, I was trying, trying to assuage, that's an SAT word, my guilt. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so recently I had an audition there again at that place. Yeah. It's like years later. And I went in and I told, I was having the audition and I told the audition person the story and they, and they said, oh, those umbrellas are there all the time. Those are for the taking. What? Yeah. So they, so all this time 
I felt bad about taking the umbrellas. But here's the thing. Does it excuse me because I did think I was stealing an, an umbrella. Like, I, my intent was to steal an umbrella. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, does I still... Is it That still- reminds me, uh, there was this episode of Spongebob. Yeah. Where uh, it was free balloon day. Uh-huh. But they didn't realize... Spongebob and Patrick didn't know it was free balloon day. Exactly. So they took a balloon. Yeah. And they started crying and they moved away and, like... But then they realized and, like, that just reminds me of that. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason. Um, That's exactly it. Yeah. It's basically... Okay, I have one that's more. That's so funny. Yeah, I have one more, uh, one more bit, or t- actually two more bits. How long are we going here? Uh, oh, actually, I should probably wrap it up because we're at like <laughs> ten minutes. But anyway, here's another bit I, I thought of. This might be right. somebody already might have this one, but I'll try it anyway. Um, if it's not original, please pardon me. But I was like, I was thinking about like, have you ever been to the Beyond section of Bed Bath and Beyond? <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> You know, I always thinking about our apartment too. Oh so we gosh. live in apartment 4D. That's you know so I mean? funny. Always like, oh yeah. So it's like, wow, it's four-dimensional, man. Yeah. So that's so funny. All right. Well, that's it for my bits. <laughs> hey everybody, we've got a new segment to our our podcast here, and uh, it's called the shoutouts. And so, first of all, we want to shout out to everyone who's watching us here on the old Instagram Live. That'd be Tracy, Melissa, Harriet, uh, Juliana, uh, Julia, Katie, and Michaela. But now, every episode will have three shout outs. So here's the first shout out. Juliana! Jackie Ostick! And Matt. Matt. Matt's my nephew and... My cousin. And Una's cousin. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Podcast. Thank you. That was living the life, living the life. Father and daughter living the life with Matt and Una.